What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, I know. I promised that. Uh, well, I didn't promise. I didn't promise. But I said I was going to be doing another show and upload it next Monday. But, however, I have uh, decided to do another one today. And, by the way, this is the third recording. And I hope it goes okay because I, I don't know if Satan just don't want this podcast out there. I, I have no idea. He's fought so hard to keep me from doing the shows over the last two and a half months and succeeded. But I'm bound to determine I'm going to get this thing done. The first recording was um, me rambling like an idiot. I never finished a thought. I would bring up something and have something good to say. And then all of a sudden I would jump to something else and it just annoyed me. So I deleted the recording. The second recording, I started doing the editing and it started skipping. Like there were parts of my words that weren't even getting recorded. So I'm trying this again and I'm going to see if it happens again. So uh, here we are, third try, you know, third time's a charm, right? But the, the, the entire reason why I wanted to even throw, a show, throw another show up so quickly uh, behind Broken Man Podcast number 11, which is just before this one, this is Broken Man Podcast number 12. Welcome to each and every one of you. Um, the, the main reason was I want to explain myself about the not fighting, you know what's happening, and you know, you can't fight Satan, you can't fight Hollywood, you can't fight the media, and you can't fight all these people. I wanted to clarify, that's not exactly our fight, okay? Your, your political affiliations, if you're a big Trump supporter and all that, that's all, you know, God bless you. Um, I don't believe in the left-right paradigm, personally. I think Trump is still in on it somehow, some way. He's playing a role. Now, whether God thrust him in that role... Because we all know he wasn't supposed to win. He was way behind. And then suddenly, just it seemed like there was so many shocked faces, it's hard not to believe that it was a surprise that he won, right? But, but, you, but you got to look at it this way. God puts people in roles of power for his doing, you know, to benefit him and, and what he's got going on. So... I think God could have thrown everybody a curveball, including Trump. And he's playing a role in this game. That is very possible. But I'm not, I, I just don't subscribe to the left-right paradigm. Um, I've been away from that for several years now. I don't get behind, you know, people like that anymore because I know people in power um, generally abuse it. Trump was raised a rich boy up until he's rich now. And and as you know, if you've read anything about the Bible, you know that it's, uh, I believe it was Jesus that said, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than it is a rich man to get into heaven. It doesn't mean all rich people go to hell. It just means most likely if you're benefiting on this earth now, if you're, uh, you know, all your rewards are here on this earth given to you by Satan, then most likely you're not going to accept Christ and you're not going to need God to get through every day. You see what I mean? Am I explaining it well? Those people are not going to rely on Jesus. 
So most likely they're not going to accept Jesus because they're, they've got everything they need here. If they're rich, if they're famous, if they, they're good looking or they're great bodies and they're great athlete and they're extremely smart, like Albert Einstein, and they got all these other things going on on this earth. They're not going to rely on Jesus to get through their daily lives. So most likely, you know, it God's word, it says the meek will inherit the earth. The meek are the poor people, the people that are, you know, struggling on a day-to-day basis that are fighting these spiritual battles every single day. Those people, people getting beaten in the streets, being killed, being slaughtered by the thousands because they believe in Jesus Christ. There was one that they, I can't believe the media actually put it up, the, uh, the one in Iran. I think probably the only reason they did is because Trump sent a, you know, a request to, uh, for them not to kill this guy. Choose your battles, okay? And, and it doesn't mean to put, you know, yes, we know all this is coming. Uh, this has been prophesied for prophesies, proph- prophesied. Uh, prophecies. <laughs> I always struggle with that word of the action of using the word. But anyway, so these prophecies have been around for thousands of years, right? And now it just seems like they're ramping up and they're getting faster and faster. The, the prophecies are being fulfilled at a much quicker rate than they were just a few years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago. That's why when people say, oh, we have already, we've been through this, Johnny, we've been through all this. We've been through the riots and we've been through the racism. We've been through all this and the, the burnings and the lootings. And, you know, we've been, uh, yeah, we have the wars, wars and rumors of wars. But you don't understand. It's it's a much it, prophecies are being fulfilled at a much quicker rate now. That's why back then there wasn't time. Now it's time. You know, I believe we're very very close. The sent the urgency I've had inside of me to do shows just to come on to tell you please accept Christ. The time is short. You don't know how many times that I've I've had that weighing on me. And I ignored it like an idiot. And I can't ignore it anymore. That's why I'm doing this show again right away. Instead of waiting a week. Because the urgency, I think, is it's so strong right now. I've seen this everywhere. Christians everywhere are saying it. Because I think we have this internal, I think the Holy Spirit maybe puts something internally in us like a clock. And we know the alarm is about to go off. We don't know when. We didn't set the clock or set the alarm. So we don't know exactly. It's almost like, what's that jack-in-a-box thing where you're turning the, turning the handle and you don't know when it's going to pop out? We don't know when Jesus is coming back, but we know it's soon. So the fight that we have as Christians, the fight that as believers in Jesus, our fight is telling other people and trying to, uh, we can't convert people, but we can tell them about Jesus. And, and we have to explain to them, look, just a lot of the stuff that you're seeing isn't Christianity. Catholicism is not Christianity. A majority of these big churches are not real true Bible Christianity. 
These charismatic leaders out here, they're not preaching the gospel. Joel Osteen is not preaching the gospel. Joel Osteen is producing witchcraft. He's having an, uh, thousands of people chant the same words over and over. This is from his mouth. They chant the same things every single service. So you've got thousands of people involved in witchcraft, and they don't even know it. So many people are being, they, they don't even realize they're being buffaloed. They think that they're going to church, and they think they're worshiping God, but they're not. They're worshiping Satan, and they don't even know it. And hopefully there's some really saved people inside those churches that recognize and maybe are able to get to some of these people, you know, and tell them, hey, this isn't it. That's our fight. And you can stand up and fight. And, you know, the obvious media bias against Trump and, you know, uh, the BLM movement, the Antifa movement, the communist agenda is very, very clear. It's out in the open. It's wide open and clear. We know, and we can fight as long as we have to, but it's all going to happen. So I didn't mean lay down and not fight at all. That's not what I mean, but you got to start your battles with the word of God. That's your sword. You pick up that sword and you start swinging. There's going to come a time when Christians here in the United States, it's already been happening all across the world where Christians get murdered every day for their belief in Jesus Christ. And they're going to have these crowns and it's, you know, it's going to be amazing when they get to heaven and they're get their reward. And it's sad. It's just sad here to watch people being killed for that. But there's going to come a time here in the United States where it's going to happen. They've already started the persecution of the church. They've home, they've homed in. They're homing in on the Christians right now. They had this big wide swath of where they were trying to persecute everybody and keep you inside and wear the masks and you know can't go anywhere. Everything's shut down, which actually was kind of a good thing because the NFL, you know, all the pro sports were shut down for a while. Hollywood was shut down, so it was actually kind of nice. But you knew they were going to come back with a fever. I'm seeing people post about football like it just started up again. People are like they never even heard of the BLM movement or Antifa or any of the garbage that the NFL has been promoting. You know, it's like they didn't even happen. It didn't, nothing happened. They're so eager because their lives suck so bad that they need something inside of it besides God. They don't need God but they need something else to get their get through their daily lives. They have nothing else. Because no matter how much they have material-wise, they still haven't filled that void. Remember the void I was talking about on the last show? You'll never fill it with earthly things or beliefs. It'll never be done. It'll never you'll never be satisfied. There isn't enough alcohol, sex, drugs, movies, music, sports, money, nothing. There's not enough 
to fill that void. Only Jesus can fill that void. That's what you need to be fighting for. That's what you need to be telling people. Do your other thing. You're a Trump supporter. Whatever you support, you know, do your thing. But I'm telling you, Jesus is coming very soon, and people need to know because there are so many, there's still people out there that just don't care. It's crazy. So that's why I wanted to pop on here and tell you guys again, you know, uh, or, or explain to you what I was talking about. I'm not talking about laying down in the streets and just giving up at all. That's not what I'm saying. But this fight is getting uh, a little crazy, and, and, and we're getting very, very close. And whether you believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, mid-tribulation, or post-tribulation, doesn't matter. If you're saved, you're saved. I don't mean you're always saved. I'm just saying if you believe in Jesus Christ, it's not going to matter which rapture it is. But depending on which one happens is going to depend on how much persecution you're going to go through. And it's not going to be easy. We've been really lucky in the United States. Really lucky. Just know that it's going to get way worse. Beating that dead horse again. But it is. If there is a pre-tribute, and I'm here to warn you, if there is a pre-tribulation rapture and suddenly millions of people disappear, and I don't know what excuse they're going to give, I imagine it's going to have something to do with aliens or something like that. But if you hear my voice right now, and you are one left behind, and millions of people disappear, and you know for a fact that the ones that you knew were Christian, and you have a split second before you accept any explanation from anyone else, you need to accept Jesus Christ right then on the spot. It doesn't make that seven year. It's not going to make life easier for you. Matter of fact, the first three and a half years of that last seven year tribulation is going to be probably pretty good. It's going to be peaceful. Uh, the man of sin, the the antichrist, this this world leader. You're going to see this guy appear out of nowhere, or maybe he's been around, but he's suddenly going to be in power, and things are going to look good, and you're going to be like, oh well. You know, maybe things are not going to be so bad. But then about that three and a half year mark, you're going to start seeing some crazy stuff happen. And I'm here to tell you, accept Christ. If that happens, you better accept Christ as soon as possible. And they may kill your family in front of you. They may line everybody up. There may be guillotines. I know in the Left Behind series, those guillotines were the choice weapon um, but do not deny Christ. I'm telling you right now, don't deny Christ. You accept him as soon as you can. Accept him now so you don't even have to worry about that. If the pre-tribulation rapture is the way, you know, people have been arguing about this for years, and I still haven't made a firm decision on which one I believe. Yes, I was caught up in the Left Behind series years ago, but that was more my connection with God. It wasn't that I believed everything that the authors put down. Because I know the authors have some issues. One of the authors is a mega pastor, and some of his theology, some of the stuff that he said doesn't match up with the Bible exactly. So it's questionable. But my experience was with God. It gave me it got it 
brought me closer to God. See, God can use even even Joel Osteen, even some of these people like that. He can God can still use them to bring people to Christ. Look at all the mega some of the mega pastors over the years that have been connected with Freemasonry or whatever at some point in time, but they had stadiums full of people, and some of those people actually accepted Christ that night. You know, it's it, God can still use people. God's using Trump right now. He put Trump in power for a reason. God uses people to do things, whether or not they're strictly biblical or not. It doesn't take the target off of Joel Osteen. I still think, you know, he's kind of a, I don't know. I, I don't even want to get into it. People like that are going to lead. They're also going to push people away from God. But there are some people that maybe will accept Christ and then they'll realize that what Joel Osteen is saying and T.D. Jakes and uh Joyce Myers and all these other people out here that are not preaching the gospel, they'll realize that, hey, these people, I mean, they're not right. They're not teaching what they're supposed to be teaching. This prosperity gospel is not Christian. It is satanic. It is witchcraft and pure and simple in every sense of the words. So I'm not going to apologize for doing another show uh, so quickly <laughs> because I feel like God leads me to do some of this. I'm trying to open myself up to let, you know, if God puts the idea in my head, I want to do it because the last two and a half months, I have not. I'm going to tell you right now, the last two and a half months have been rough. And I've got to get things out of my life. I've got to get people out of my life that have been holding. And, and it's not they've been holding me back. It's just my own sin involved in whatever it is these people are involved with. Uh, well, I can't. I, I'm not saying this right. I'm not blaming them at all. It's on me. It's my relationship with God. And I am just susceptible to influence. Bad influences and good. Mostly bad. You know, the best thing you can do in that situation is share the gospel. If they don't accept it, you got to walk away. You got to you got to move on. I would love to find a church. But I'm almost afraid to go into any church because I'm afraid it's going to be some sort of heretic up there preaching or whatever. I mean, the guys that I found that I like to listen to like uh Mike Hoggard, you know, uh, or I've, you know, Pastor Mike online, that's that's his deal. Or this new guy that I was talking about on the last show, The Door, Michael Pearl. They all have their issues, and none of them are going to be perfect. And that's one thing we, I have to stop looking for that perfect preacher or that perfect church. It's not going to happen. But I'm not going to go into an obviously blatantly heretic church. I definitely don't want anything to do with charismatic churches. I don't want anything to do with that. Because that leads to prosperity gospel and all this other, it just that's not right. It's just not right, and I won't I won't be involved in it. And I know nobody's going to be perfect and all that. I I get that. But right now, I haven't found what I'm looking for. You know, as far as local, if I have to keep doing the you know in the church, really, I mean, if you look at it, the church is the body of Christ. It's not a building anyway. And if you need that, if you need to be in a group of people to feel close to God, then you've got a problem. Because I've 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 cried out to God. I've been 
you know, there's been times I felt so close to God and I'm alone because the Bible teaches you're to pray alone. You're to keep your, those charismatic feelings you people show in church and stuff. That's not always right. And it doesn't mean that they're not filled with the Holy spirit. It just means you're supposed to kind of keep that stuff. Your, your worship with Christ is private. It is a relationship. It is not a religion. Period. I don't know how else to say it. And people just, they get caught up in all this other stuff and they got to have that, you know, be around other people and throw their arms up and hoop and holler and all that stuff. It doesn't mean they're not Christian. It just means that, you know, maybe they didn't read that part of the Bible. (laughs) I don't know. And it doesn't make them bad people at all. At all. I just, I can't, I've seen the fakeness in my life. I've seen these churches. I've seen the way people act outside of those churches, and it is complete opposite of what they are in church. And I've always known people, I'm, that's why I don't go to church. It's because I just don't want to be a hypocrite. I, you know, I am a hypocrite, but I don't want to make it worse. I don't want to make it worse. And to me, going into uh, being around other Christians and talking about God and all the other stuff, knowing what I was just doing before I came to church or what I'm going to do after church or going through my weekly work week and things that I say and things that I think and things that I do, it, it bothers me. I can't do it. Maybe some people can. Maybe you're able to turn that on and off, but I cannot. I can't do it. So... Um, sorry, I didn't mean to get on a rant, but I just wanted to come on and tell you guys, I'm not saying that I think I look down on people that are fighting for Trump and, and doing the protesting, the counter protesting. I'm not, I don't mean that. I didn't mean don't fight. I didn't mean just lay down and take it. What I'm, but, but you need to understand that the fight is the fight is for Jesus. The fight is to, for, for saved lives for salvation. That's what our main fight is. And we're struggling every single day, except Christ. And you will change. You will start seeing things differently. It's not an easy life to live anyway. But to be a follower of Jesus, is, it's tough. It's tougher in, in a lot of respects. So I urge you to prioritize your battles. We keep fighting until we can't fight anymore, but choose the right fight. The first one on the list should be Jesus. The first one on the list should be God. And then everything else falls underneath that. And that should be, God should be first in our lives every single day. If we put God first, we put Christ first, then everything else falls into line. Because if everybody was, if a majority of the population was following Jesus and following the Bible, following God's word, we wouldn't be anywhere near. There would be no fights. There would be no protests. There would be no rioting or looting or deaths or, you know, there would be so much of these, the senseless things going on in this world would be gone. But we all know that's not happening. 
And we all know the satanic agenda, the Satanists, and uh, basically everybody but God. Their their agendas are coming to the top, and they're being open and honest about what they are, and they don't care anymore. The Mormons just put up a video on YouTube about Joseph Smith being a Freemason. They go, oh, yeah, he was a Freemason. They finally admitted it. After all the conjecture and all the conspiracy and rumors, um, you've got Satanists every day. They're free. They're out in the open. They don't care. They got the statue, the Baphomet statue going around. They don't care. The movie on Netflix, the cuties movie or whatever, the pedophiles, that's next. They're going to be legalizing pedophilia. It's coming. And you got to be ready. The first thing you do, accept Christ. And do the best you can to be as, as good a Christian as you possibly can. We're never going to be perfect. Never going to be perfect. Never going to find a pe- perfect church. Never going to find a perfect pastor. Never going to have perfect friends or perfect spouses or perfect kids. Never. But with Jesus Christ, it makes it so much easier. I promise you. Keep praying out there. Pray for me. I'll pray for all you guys and gals. If you need to email me, brokenmanradio at gmail.com. And uh, at the very least, I should be talking to you next Monday, but who knows? Whatever God leads me to do, I'll do another show if I have to. I'll just keep the urgency is just inside of me right now. The urgency to tell you people, Jesus is coming back soon. Be prepared. Don't be what was it, the uh, parable about the uh, the lamps or whatever? What was it, 10? I need to read all that again. But five had oil, the other five didn't. You know, I mean, one's left in the field, the other one's taken away. There's all these different parables, all these different prophecies and things like that. Uh, I need to cover all that stuff. I need to go back and reread a lot of it. But I assure you, the day is coming, and it's very, very soon. And uh, a lot of people are going to be surprised. Don't be one of those people. So anyway, I'll catch you guys again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. Uh, I really do appreciate it. And we will catch you again real, real soon with another podcast. I'm John Taylor. I know you used to hear me say Johnny English. English is my middle name, so I didn't lie, y'all. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again real, real soon.